Disclaimer, all views expressed on this podcast represent the host and his guests, and not the companies or agencies they are associated with. Welcome to Tony's Game Lounge, a weekly podcast that covers gaming news, upcoming releases, and topics from all aspects in the gaming industry. Kick back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tony's Game Lounge. I'm your host, Tony Erickson, and joining me this week, we have the return of the trash doctor, my boy, Zach. Hello. I had to study a lot of bags of chips to get my doctorate. Let me tell you, there's some very subtle differences. (laughs) And also joining me, uh, my, uh, you've heard him all season. It's uh, the host of the Chicken Update, Mike. Uh, hey, how, how, how's it going? It's it's me again. Uh, this time I'm going to be in the episode longer than 10 seconds. Yeah, you are. Um, and today is a very special episode. Um, if you did not know, if you haven't been doing the math, today is our 50th episode. But Ooh. it's a little more than that as well, as it's also the one-year anniversary of Tony's Game Lounge. Wow, what? What timing, really? I know. Like, it timed out perfectly. Like, I, I'm surprised as well, but uh, if you didn't know, the original po- episode one of season one came out April 18th, 2020. And now that we're here, you're hearing this, the earliest you're hearing this is April 19th. So while we miss it by a day, we still got it, like, very close. And I'm amazed by that. Insane. That is that is pretty close, too close to be a coincidence, you know. <laughs> like this was planned out. Like it was planned. I mean, I don't know if it was planned. Like, uh, like here's the thing: if I didn't divide up the New Year's special and the season one finale into two parts, the fiftieth episode wouldn't be until uh, next for another two weeks. Fair. So yeah, we got that New Year's this. one was a bit long. Yeah, a bit, like four hours. Just just a tiny bit, just, you know, a whole three hours longer than the usual episode. But hey. It was a special occasion. It was a special occasion. It was a year in review. Like, we were looking at everything that 2020 offered us. Exactly. Is is that what episode 50 is? Is episode 50 the year in review for 2021? No, we're not. Four months in. Four months in. It's the quarter year review. No. Years Um, over, boys. It's the quarterly. The quarterly. Uh, well, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, looking at this week's startup screen, because it's the 50th episode of One Year Anniversary, I want to look back, and uh, looking back at the very first episode, I looked to see what were the headlines that we had, what games were kind of coming out, and all of that stuff. And here's what happened back the first week when we started this. SpongeBob SquarePants Rehydrated was given its release date. Nice. Jump Force was announced to be coming to the Switch. The best fighting game, really. Yeah. And there were reports that Resident Evil 4 had a remake that was confirmed in the works. Get money. Get money. Yeah. yeah. That was, that's, that's, it's already been a year since all of that, since yeah. we like, talked about. I remember, because I remember like episode one, because I was the guest on the first episode. Yes. 
I remember talking about how excited I was for the the SpongeBob rehydrated remake. <laughs> we were both excited for that. And I remember then actually playing it, and like I I did finish the game, like I completed it. Uh, but man, I was I was kind of disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was uh, very different physics, and I, it was it was a bit off putting. It was those. very floaty. It was very yeah. floaty. That was my. That was my. Like, and, and it, it was like floaty to the point it like got in the way of things. Yeah. Uh, and then plus the loading t- loading times were just unbelievably slow. Yeah, there were a couple slow loading points in that game. Not a couple. Like for at least the version I played, I don't know if it was different on the PlayStation version, but on the Xbox version, loading time was horrid. Oof. It was horrid. Yeah, um, but those, that was some of the news. Uh, the games that came out that week, two of the big ones, were Predator Hunting Grounds. Oh, God. And, yeah, let's... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's just, uh, you know, step by that one. Yeah, and uh, tri- the Trials of Mana remake. Okay, that one was actually good. Uh, those were two of the big games that came out uh, that were co- uh, coming out uh, the following week. Um, so that those happened. Um, we don't talk about Predator Hunting Grounds because that game really flopped hard uh, and is not balanced at all it's proof for the that Predator. We can't have a nice Predator game anymore. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about uh, remakes because this was at the time of either Final Fantasy VII had just come out or was about to come out as well. I think it just came out. Because it would have been in the list. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been around oh, that boy. time. Yeah, my and... favoriteest one. <laughs> hey, uh, we had Savic on last week, and he agrees with you, Zach. That uh, FF. He, he's not a. Big, Someone agrees. Yeah, it's a miracle. <laughs> um, and uh, we also talked about weird, obscure games. Yep, I remember. Oh, I love I weird, that. obscure games. Those are the best kind. Yeah, because uh, yeah, uh, I remember like the, it's a, it's in the title of the episode as well, where we had we, a long we talking talk about... like Choanarchy. We we talking the weird stuff. <laughs> we talking Gar- like Garfield Cart. Oh, but Garfield Cart's so good. Yeah. <laughs> there's, so another good. One that, there's another one that I remember. I don't know if I brought it up in episode one. Uh, did you guys ever play the M M&M and M Cart Racing game? We had, yes. we owned we owned yeah, the M M&M and M Cart Racing game. I know, I know. Yeah, like I remember it. I've also played Madagascar Cart. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Trust me, no. I, I found the cream of the crop. Have you ever played the Burger King trilogy? Uh, that's, oh, no, uh, well, that's Burger it, King Kart Racing. Sneak- What's the third one? I know two. There's of them. a Pocket Bike Racer. Oh, okay, that's the third one. Uh, Big Bumpin', which is like a battle game. Yeah. Which is an awful game, and then there's Sneak King, which is the best Metal Gear game since Metal Gear Two. Oh. <laughs> that's um, why Metal Gear Three is the yeah. best one, but. And then, uh, also looking back, we used to call the bonus level grab bag. Don't know if you remember that, but we also had a segment in that. I'm like, oh, wow, I forgot about this, called the Retro Corner. And the Retro Corner died hard, I think, in Season 1. I don't even know if it made it to the end of Season 1. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Uh, They, like, at least wait for the end of a season to kill it. Nah, you were just like, Done! Yeah, I think it was like it was getting tricky to figure out. Like, I don't know what my guests have played, so it was kind of just like, eh, fair. So, um, yeah, and like I was looking back at uh, how 
the outlines were for these episodes compared to now and my god it was like bare bones compared to like how i do things now like we would only cover like maybe three to four headlines a week and uh now it's like oh no we just yeah, we find gonna, all the headlines we got a couple more than four this yeah time. exactly like maybe, but, maybe uh, one or two more maybe yeah uh, but yeah it's crazy to think that's been a whole year and 50 uh, episodes later and we're here now so, so how does that make us. you feel having had started this thing during the you know global pandemic that we're in right now honestly i'm glad i did it I, I feel like if i didn't do what i did i might have been a lazy slob sitting on my couch playing video games with crippling debt fair enough I now, I am still uh, in crippling debt, but at least I play games not like a slob, and I also stream them on Twitch, too, and we got affiliate. In that same year as well, we got affiliate on Twitch as well. Woo! Like, this, it's wild to think how much, like, we've, how far we've come. Just think, you could get a sub if everyone listening to this right now, if they all sub, you could get partner. Get, get yeah, on no. that <laughs> twitch.tv forward slash Tony's Game Lounge. Yo, yes, all 89, no, yeah, 89, no, 79. I don't know how many followers I have. It's it's around that range. But, like, if every follower I had constantly viewed the Twitch stream and all of them subscribed and we, you know, we kept growing and I streamed, like, a whole week, we could go for a partner push. But, like, let's be real, I'm nowhere close to doing that right now. Soon. Soon. Maybe when we reach like maybe 1K on Twitch, we'll maybe. Maybe before to... episode 20. Or not. <laughs> maybe before episode. I, think, I, can't I think we're count. a little late at that point. I can't. Before we reach episode 100. That's what I meant. I don't know why I said episode 20. <laughs> I am like. You know, I'll be honest. I like woke up maybe like 20 minutes ago. Fair. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, you know, it's that time of year when. Yeah, you know, I've I've been I've been you know working on assignments like six hours plus a day, every day oh. for the last week. You know, it's it's just that time of year. My brain is not entirely functional at the moment. Yeah, I can't say I miss those days, honestly. Yeah, I only, I only got another week and a half of it, then I'm done. So. Yeah, so that's that's good. Um, let's uh. Now that we've talked about that, it's time for us to start looking at what's happened this past week. Here is the Week in Review. This Week in Review, a look back at top headlines and stories from the gaming world. And this past week, some of the games that came out, we had Saga Frontier Remastered. Saga Frontier is really good. People, like, sleep on it. The Saga games were always solid titles. Oh, okay. I know that uh, they talked recommend. about it in this. I know that they talked about it in the recent uh, direct, the RPG heavy direct, and uh, so best I kind. That... I love RPGs. Give them all to me. I um, swim in them. I bathe in them. Uh, we also had uh, Demon Skin for the PC and Final Fantasy XIV's beta for the PlayStation Five. Yes, yes, we did. Whew. Uh, so now another con- another system to play place uh, Final Fantasy fourteen on. And... It's on pretty much everything. You have no excuse. The free trail lets you play up through the first expansion. Go go go! <laughs> um, and those are some of the games that came out. Uh, as for the news this week, uh, Rick and Morty has a crossover event with Rainbow Six Siege, adding some costumes. One of them, Pickle Rick. 
Okay, good. So I can be like, I shit you not. He turns himself into a pickle. He yes, calls he himself knows. Pickle Rick. It's it very high class I've ever seen. in Richard and Mordecai. Richard and Mordecai? Like, um, extremely highbrow. Only 140 IQ and above really get it. My God. Uh, I tell you, it was the funniest shit that I've ever seen. Okay. So I can't wait to play Rainbow Six and be like, Hey, terrorist! I'm a pickle! I'm a pickle <laughs> kind of terrorist! I'm just... It, it's another reason for me not to play Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> um, in some Twitch news, Ludwig, the big, big streamer, his subathon has finally ended. Um, he has set a new world record for the highest number of Twitch subs after, I kid you not, 31 days of nonstop streaming. So, for context, does that mean he streamed everything he did, or... Basically, like, basically, like, he had his stream on 24 hours a day until, like, the stream uh, cuts him off, like, for every 48 hours, and then he goes back oh, okay. on. He has a timer set where every sub, like, adds time. But he was going to cut it off at, like, 31 days regardless. Yeah. But, like, if it ran out before, it would have ended the subathon. But, yeah. Okay. He has now beat uh, Ninja. He is now... I was going to say, if he record. had to, like, stream everything, that would have been real awkward to go to the bathroom. I mean, he, he had to... I mean, he took bathroom breaks here and there, but he had to... Like, did, didn't have and to bring his camera slept, with him, you know, vlog style. No, like, he was just, he was hey just, guys, vlog. I'm about to take a shit. No, it would just be chair cam. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure. I don't watch a lot of Ludwig. I know that, uh, friend of the podcast, Emerald, he watches it. He actually got tweeted after Emerald hit partner recently, which that happened. Good. Congratulations, Emerald, by the way, for that. Congratulations. Um, and, uh, Ludwig, he, when he, he posted after Emerald's first stream as partner, like he was get he got a lot of subs that stream. Like people were dropping clean fives, clean tens. I think there was a, like a clean 15 or two in there as well. Nice. Um, but he tweeted out like the results from that stream after for with his stream summary and Ludwig commented on that. And Emerald's like a big Ludwig fan. Like, and so like it was like I'm like yo that's hype for him I'm I'm happy for him that like that actually happened to him like that was that's dope. yeah it's always kind of cool getting called out by people that you enjoy watching. Mm -hmm. Um, in League of Legends news, uh, we have a new champion added into the game with the latest patch and update. Uh, Gwen don't know much because I don't. Yeah, play can't, can't say I play League. Yeah, I'm 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 an adult. I don't play League of Legends. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> spicy take. In, spicy take. In Warzone news, the devs have teased a new nuclear event for the game, and uh, they got more bands out for the cheaters. Four hundred seventy-five thousand, to be exact. That's a lot of cheaters. Yeah, it very much is. And also on the topic of bands, Twitch finally got rid of like a, a lot, like or most of the bot accounts. That oh, nice. exist. Uh, and uh, with the banning of those and just removing them from the site in general, uh, big streamers such as XQC and. Um, oh, who's the other one? I, I can't remember the other one that was in the report. They lost like 2 million followers. Damn. 
I was going to say, like, you know there's some big streamers who lost, like, millions of yeah. followers. From uh, SQC oh. spe- I know that XQC specifically lost, like, 2 point something million, and there was another big one who lost, like, another 2 point something million. Fucking oh, no, that means all million. of my followers are going to be gone. <laughs> um... And that feeling that feeling when you log on to Twitch after the bots have been removed and your follower counts back at two. <laughs> Please I'll be lucky to have that. Oh no. Oh yo. No. Uh hey, in Fortnite news. Yo, what's um, this about Fortnite? Uh cars can now be upgraded into monster trucks. Yeah, get that diesel economy. Woo! And, um, That's a real number one victory royale moment. <laughs> and uh, in more uh, Fortnite news, Sony has invested $200 million into Epic Games. Yo, Gears of War sequel? I wish. Why do that when you can, you know, just the profit well, I mean, off Fortnite? <laughs> well, I mean, what? They've got, we've got, like, Gears 5. Why make a Four good game when why make why make good games when you can just profit off Fortnite microtransactions? Also, there's a new skin coming to Fortnite. It's Alloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, I mean that that one's okay, I guess. They added Ryu and Chun Li. I'm I'm done being surprised. Yeah, honestly. Um, hey, I was, done, I was done being surprised when they added fucking Thanos. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was happy with that one just so I could see him do default Fortnite dance. Yeah. Yeah. Uh hey, in Nintendo Switch news, a new Switch light color is coming in May. It's a blue variant and it looks like Sick. the Nintendo GameCube blue. Awesome. Color blind. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I always forget about that until you bring it up. I'm like, oh don't yeah, worry. Don't everyone worry. does. <laughs> um in weird reveals, hey, WWE 2K22 was announced at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. It's like, you get through night one, you're about halfway through it, you're going to go into the next match, and all of a sudden, bam, WWE 2K22. Which so, is, uh, yeah. Well, let's hope yeah. it's not as bad as the last one. Yeah, uh, very much so. The wrestle the... WWE games have not it been was, great. It was bad people, enough that we had to skip a year. Are people still expecting the 2K sports games to be good? I mean, there are. I mean, they did. They did a decent job. Hey, with, man, MLB's pretty solid. Uh, I was gonna say they did a decent job with the uh, the PGA game that they did. I, I can't even say that. I haven't played it any other. I haven't played it either for a just, long but, time. Uh, According to one of the people who has played it, he said it was pretty good. He said it was he enjoyed it. So I'm like, okay, I'll go. I'll take his word. Only sports um, game I genuinely think about is NBA Jam. NBA Jam. <laughs> Unlike my SNES. Come on and slam. And welcome to the Jam. NBA Jam's fantastic. Go play well, I, it. I'm just ready to get the Space Jam 2 game. Because we know that'll probably oh. be a thing. Let's be real. Side oh, yeah. tangent. So... If you anyone watched the trailer, I'm hoping We've, you guys did. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. We, okay, I've yeah, seen I the trailer many times. Same. In the background of when they're showing one of the characters, Danny DeVito, Penguin. No, oh, uh, the characters from A Clockwork Orange. Oh, really? Oh. Oh. So I'm not sure if you guys were aware of this. They took Pepe Le Pew out because of controversy yeah. involving him. And, yeah, you know, but then they leave Clockwork Orange in. And, you know, like, oh, well, he, he's a bad influence because, you know, he's a bad stereotype of French people and he promotes, you know, like, sexual misdemeanor. 
That's literally the whole plot of Clockwork Orange. Yeah, Clockwork Orange is about, quote, ultraviolence. And yeah, there's a pretty notable rape scene in there. So, uh. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. It's a, it's a, fuck, mark it's a fucked up movie. I love it. It's a fantastic <laughs> movie. Like, Kubrick makes nothing but good movies. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really confused by that one. Huh. Well, good. Is funk is I, I bad, guess, but I guess just because it's a frame in the background and not a lot of people are gonna notice it, I guess that's the logic. But still, like, well, we but call, like we've called them out. Time to cancel Space Jam too, guys. But like, did you guys see Big Chungus in the background? I did. Big Chungus was in the background yep. too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking forward to Space Jam too. I already, I can already tell you how the movie is going to end. I already know how this movie is going to end, and it's the most fucking cliche bullshit ever. It's going to be like the end of the basketball game. They're going to be down by like one point. Yeah, LeBron's going to make gonna the, the LeBron's going to make the game winning shot, and then he's going to like save his son from Don Cheadle because I, I, I'm still so confused as to why Don Cheadle's the villain in this movie. He's going to do that, and then he's going to give some, like, Vin Diesel, Fast and Furious-type bullshit speech about family. Speaking of Vin Diesel as well, well Fast while 9, uh, guys, trailer. While we're, they're playing a I Believe I Can Fly, just to really hit that nostalgia bait. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, but it has to, it can't be R. Kelly. No, they'll get, they'll get like, Seal or someone to cover they'll it. Everyone Seal. likes Seal. They already got Seal for the first yeah, one. Yeah, Seal like, already Seal did one for the first movie. Uh, I know, but again, it, it, adds, cover, it adds to the, it. Uh, he did the cover of the Steve Miller Band song. It adds to it, though, because that's another link to the first movie. God. I mean, yeah. Warner Bros. Hire us. Like, like I think we've already me and Mike predicted that uh, there's instead of uh, the Bill Murray cameo, like when they need the extra player, it's going to be percent Kevin Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, probably. And his whole bit is going to be haha, short man playing basketball. <laughs> and that's it. That's going to be his whole joke. Yeah. Because that's his joke in every fucking movie he's in. Haha, short man do kung fu. Um, but yeah also Fast 9 trailer came out Um, I did not watch it because I'm not interested in the Fast and Furious series well hey hey uh, they will never they will never top the line where Paul Walker is walking with uh, who's he walking I think he's walking with Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker just says forget about it (laughs) oh if you want gold lines I'm not sure if either of you saw this but the KFC mini movie a recipe for seduction. Oh yeah, I've seen. I saw the trailers for that. Didn't watch it, obviously. It, it's phenomenal. Oh my god! Then KFC hey, if you're, if you're a fan of Mario Lopez, also known as Slater from Saved by the Bell. Oh, he he has the single best one-liner. Air quotes around the word "best," like five hundred of them each side. <laughs> so he gets insulted by someone calling him a crouton. So his one-liner is, don't call me Crouton. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh it, it's God. so bad. Um, <laughs> just to wrap up this thing about uh, that was going on with Fast 9, uh, John Cena is in it. Yeah, I saw that. What are you talking uh, about? He's not in it. Okay. You can't see him. Yeah. They anyway, say he's in it, but we don't see him. Yeah. Anyway, back to the news. The Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update has been split into two. They did a recent, uh, like, a nine-minute video, I think it was, uh, talking about it. And uh, the first half will be arriving summer, and the second half at the end of the year. So, Fair uh, enough. 
yeah, so that's big, nice. Big changes, you know, you need more than one spot for. Yep. Uh, in lawsuit news, an indie developer of the game Warzone is being taken to court by Activision because Warzone. Yeah. Warzone, uh, come on. It's so, not a general uh, phrase. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that guess, guy has the guy has started a like GoFundMe to get money to so he can pay his court thing Ooh. and get an attorney. Um, so yeah, rip him most likely because Activision's greedy. Uh, in Ubisoft news, Ubisoft is ending servers for some old nine-year-old game or some what games, some older games. Uh, nine games in particular. Uh, they include the Rainbow Six Vegas and Vegas Two. Uh, mostly a lot of them are Tom Clancy games, and yeah. uh, also Assassin's Creed 2 had servers as well, apparently. Assassin's Creed 2 had online. Yeah, I know, I was... It, it, yeah, so those are all and getting closed. Those are all getting closed June 1st. Uh, well, guess we all have to hop on Rainbow Six Vegas real quick and enjoy one last game. I was going to say, let's hop on Assassin's Creed 2 and play online, because I didn't even know that existed. I mean, Assassin's Creed Online ended in, like, what, AC4? That was, like, the last one I know that they did that in. Aside from, like, Unity, but Unity's online, let's be real, it's not good. Because... I stopped paying attention to Assassin's Creed after 3. There was more than yeah. 3 of them. <laughs> yeah, they're still making them. Well, I, yeah. I mean, Valhalla is... I've heard good things about Valhalla, so... But it's... I'm like, it's Vikings. It's not really Assassin's Creed. It's more like Raid Village Pillage and that kind of shit. Anyway. See, that could have that just been a whole new IP right Yeah, there. exactly. Red, yeah, honestly. Raid Village yeah. Pillage, you know? Yeah. Red I, feel like, I feel like Red Dead Redemption would get uh, would get kind of salty about that because it's kind of similar. Yeah, except it's Vikings, not Cowboys. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, hey, and uh, dope kind of news. Bioshock 4 has some job listings open. Uh, which kind of has revealed that the game is in the works. Ooh. So a new Bioshock. The second game one was soon. good. I like Infinite a lot. I love Infinite. I'm not a big I fan. I really like the aesthetic of the first two. Oh yeah, I abs- I played through the first one and I really liked the aesthetic that it had. Um, hard to platinum though because you gotta do it on the hardest difficulty without dying. Um, yeah. So that's a no for me, Chief. Gotta do it. Uh, but, but yeah, that's uh, happening. Um, in modding news, Kingdom Hearts 3 has a Thompson the Tank Engine mod now, because why not? I mean, of course, everything has to. Yeah, if your game doesn't have a Thomas the Tank Engine mod, is it really a game yet? Like, at this point, I'm going to be surprised if I find like a Hatsune Miku game and it doesn't have a Thomas the Tank Engine mod. I want to see Dancing Train. <laughs> God, it's just oh god. You wanna you wanna see Dancing Train? Look up uh Train's cover of Light My Fire and try not to cringe at it. <laughs> I, I cringe when I hear train in general, so That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's like asking me not to cringe at the one's Doves Cry cover by Metallica. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, lastly, in the news, in regular news, there was a Nintendo Indie World Showcase on Wednesday. 
Um, so uh, here's what was announced at that. Uh, Road 96, a game that was shown off in the past with in- a game with infinite possibilities from getting to point A to point B. That comes out later this year. Aerial Knights Never Yield, a free-running game with some bopping tunes. Basically, you just it's an auto-runner where you just gotta dive, duck, and all that kind of stuff. That comes out May 19th with a demo. I remember the five right Ds of dodgeball. <laughs> Uh, we have two games coming from Annapurina Interactive coming to the Switch. Uh, we have Last Stop, which comes out in July, and Hindsight, which just comes out later this year. Ollie Ollie World from Roll7, the action skateboarding platformer, comes out winter. The Longing, a game that takes that uh, has an in-game timer of 400 days in real time, or something around that line, where you just do certain things and try to see as much as you can in the 400 days before you start a new file. That would suck if there's an item that you can only get within the last hour of the playthrough. Yeah, it, I don't yeah, it, it looks weird. It looks very slow and I don't know how I feel about that one, honestly. Uh there is no game wrong to mention is out now. That's a name. Um, we got a new trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. A side-scroller beat-em-up inspired by the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, uh, like Turtles in Time. Calling it now, it's going to be more like Hyperstone Heist, the one no one ever talks about. Uh, we got Chris Tales, a JRPG with a time travel function in the combat, coming out July 20th. Gets the Fumaden on Dying Moon, which comes Yo! out next year. Yo, I'm sorry, what? Gets the Fumaden? Something involving Getsu Fuma? Holy shit! Wait, you know this franchise? This is a franchise? Yes! This is a classic Konami franchise. Oh, wow, really? It's the thing that ended up inspiring Castlevania. Oh. If you play the multiplayer Castlevania, Harmony of Despair, one of the DLCs is Getsu Fuma and a stage based off Getsu Fuma then. Huh. Well, uh, yeah, we have this coming That's out twenty twenty two. It's not uh, it's not by Konami. It's by uh, um, indie devs. But yeah, I guess it's okay. A lot bigger than I thought. That one was. Um, we had uh, Aztec Forgotten Gods, which is coming out in the fall, where you just kill some Mexican gods, okay, or like so the Azte- uh, Aztec gods, basically. Shadow of the Aztec. The Shadow of the Aztec, yeah, except uh, you have an arm weapon and you punch them. Ah, damn. Uh, Skull the Hero Slayer, a roguelite action platformer with uh, the mechanic being you switch heads to gain new powers. That comes out in the summer. Art of Rally, uh, some rapid-fire ones. Art of Rally comes out in the summer. Kiwi comes in August. Labyrinth City, Pierre. The Maze Detective, which is like a Where's Waldo, but you're inter- it's like your Waldo walking through like his books, comes out in spring. Weaving Tides comes out in May. The House of the Dead remake comes out uh, later this year, and Fez or F E Z is out now. I don't know how I feel about House of the Dead. Like, I don't I don't think you can remake that. It, it just has a certain level of cheese. Fair enough. And uh, there's also an Indie World sale going on until the 25th on the Nintendo Switch, so you can pick up some indie games for cheap. And uh, then after they announced that, they're like, oh yeah, we have one more game to show you uh, called Lost Signals. And it looks creepy and weird and kind of cool, and that comes out later this year as well. Who's that one by? I forgot to look up that developer. 
But uh, if you go watch the Indies, the if you go watch the showcase, you'll be able to find out all the devs for these games and go support them and check out their other work. They have other games out because it's always yeah. good to support indie developers. Yes. Uh, for no, the drop, was there, but 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 no Smash Bros. character announcement. Zero out of ten showcase. Okay. The uh, <laughs> uh, for the draw of the deck this week in the Pokemon world, Chilling Rain is still the next expansion to come. It comes out June 18th. We'll be covering that until the 18th. In Yu-Gi-Oh! news, uh, the OCG booster, Dawn of Majesty, is out now, if you're in Japan, obviously, because it's OCG. Um, but uh, for the TCG stuff, Legendary Duelist Synchro Storm comes out July 15th. We have some more details about that pack. Um, it's basically the next anime character-inspired dex pack. So we have Sherry yes. LeBlanc from 5Ds uh, getting represented. Uh, Yugo from Arc 5 is also being represented with these cards. And there's a couple other characters, I believe, from Arc 5. I can't remember which ones, but they're also going to be represented. I'm down and with Sherry's the, cards. Uh, another OCG set, Animation Chronicle set 2021, comes out June 12th. Uh, and in Magic the Gathering, um, according to some reports, expect a crossover with D&D soon. That's really all we got. Uh, Strixhaven is the latest expansion that's come out for Magic the Gathering, so go check out those cards as well. Lastly, on to the dice is right in tabletop news. Fallout, the role-playing game, is now in production. Um, they have a book set for next year with all the rules and all that stuff, but you can purchase the PDF right now. And you can start playing the game with friends with uh, the resources that they do have. And if you want to find out more, you can read the full article over on Polygon. And that's the Week in Review. Mm. Yeah, you're you're right. The Week in Review definitely got a lot longer than the last, than like the episode one Week in Review. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, But you know what's probably going to stay about the same uh, as episode one? It's the games that are going to be on your radar. From AAA titles to upcoming indies, here's what should be on your radar. Because we're in April and there's not a lot coming out. Uh, on Tuesday, nothing on Monday, uh, but on Tuesday, MLB The Show 21 comes out on both PlayStations and both Xboxes. Yeah! MLB! Yeah! Uh, Don't Forget Me comes out on PC and Mask Maker makes its way to the VR systems. On Wednesday, World Splitter comes out on PC, PS4, and Switch. On Thursday, Atelier Mystery Atelier Mysterious Trilogy Pack comes to the PS4, Switch, and PC. Buildings Have Feelings 2 comes to the PC, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. And Orbital Bullet comes to the PC. And on Friday, two big games. Judgment, the Ryugai Gotoku spinoff of Yakuza, comes to the PlayStation 5, Series X, and Stadia. And Near Replicant comes to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. I'm mad about this one. Near. Why are you mad? Well, I was going to pre-order the special edition available only on the Square Enix store. Uh-huh. It never got restocked. Oh. Because one of the things in that special edition is literally the entire script of the game in book form. Jesus. Right? It's like split up into multiple books, but that would have been awesome to have. Wow. Square Enix store stuff has a lot of really good special editions, so if you can get them, do it. But 
That and I also saw what happened to the Near Automata Special Edition that you could only get from there, the Black Box Edition. Yeah. Yeah, it's over $1,000 now. Oh my god. My god. That's a, that's a hard pass for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when they were selling it originally, it was like 200 bucks, I think. Wow. I still haven't played a Nier game. I don't know if I... It's... I, I don't really know what to expect, aside from like just the, all the memes from 2B for Automata. Uh, yeah, just just get ready for copious amounts of 2B butt. Oh, and boy. that's it. That's all you need. 10 okay. out of 10 video game. <laughs> 10 out of 10 video game. Uh, but that's uh, that's what's coming out this week. Uh, this week. Uh, that's what's on your radar. Again, we're in April. Uh, it's slow. It'll probably we'll be picking up again probably in May or June. Uh, I, probably, would th- I would think June, because that's when all like the summer sales and all that shit start. Well, yeah, but it's probably. also just game releases when we need like uh, E3. Yeah, but they usually like to do game releases in that time, because then it's the start of summer. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that's what we got this week. I'm excited for Judgment coming out to the PS5 and Series X. I loved Judgment. It was a fun time uh, yeah, of a game. I'm still going to pick up a copy of Nier. I really liked Automata. I wonder if they fixed the original game's combat, though, because the controls in the original were a bit wonky at times. So I'm hoping that's fixed. Okay, uh, well, that's that. It's time for us to jump into this week's topic. Here it is. It's time for This Week in the Lounge. This Week in the Game Lounge, Tony talks a variety of topics with his weekly guest. And This Week in the Lounge, uh, Zach, you're up first. What are we talking about? All right, so a new patch came out in FF14, a game everyone should be playing. There's a lot of new things that have happened. I can't go into a lot of detail because spoilers for a lot of storylines. A new dungeon, real good. New trial, real good. The ending to the Near Raid trilogy. Damn, it's good. It's also really hard. Oh. But really good. All the new dungeon gears really solid. I think the lowest item level I've seen was over 500, which is still real good. You can use it for most content in the game at the moment. Nice. Uh, quality of life changes. They've they added stuff to Fisher, which makes it not suck as much. It's still awful. Oh. I still hate Fisher, but it's slightly better. Uh, in-game achievements, because there are in-game achievements to earn. Some of them give you rewards, like new titles for your character, or new items, new equips. A couple of them give you new mounts. They've streamlined that system so you don't have to go to one specific NPC to get it. Now you can just check it off in your reward box on the achievement screen, which is really nice. Okay. There have been changes to crafting. They, they confuse me. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of other things they've done. There's obvious changes to classes. They've made Dragoon a little bit better. So if you like being the floor tank, well, you can do it better now. Uh, yeah, no, that's 
that's pretty much it because I can't do spoilers. <laughs> Fair enough. How would you rate the overall expansion out of ten? So Shadowbringers as an expansion as a whole has been a really solid expansion. Story wise it was doing real good. My hot take because everyone seems to think Shadowbringers is the best expansion. My hot take is Heaven's Ward, the very first expansion is the best one. My mind is unchanged on that. I really liked Heaven's Ward. But Shadowbringers is an extremely solid expansion story-wise. All of the dungeons are really fun except for like one and even then it's still pretty good. All of the big boss trials you have to do, I don't think any of them were bad this go around, which is good. Because so- sometimes you get some that are just really annoying to do. The The raids were all really good. The Alliance one with the near twist to them. Fantastic raids. Yeah, just a really good expansion. You know, if I had to give it a rating out of 10, probably like a 9, 9.5. Oh, that's pretty good. That's 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 pretty pretty good. good. (laughs) Um, I know that I know that uh, in our community you've gotten TC kind of in the game. So, how's that been? The training TC with this game. He's become an addict. Oh boy. Yeah, he's currently in Shadowbringers content now. Uh. He, he was trying Black Mage, and he, he just kind of gave up on that one. They tried Healer for a while, and then he became a tank, and then he fell in love with Gunbreaker. So I think that's probably why he's going to keep playing. Gunbreaker is the tank that has, like, a gun blade. For, for all you Final Fantasy hate fans out there, the, the gun blade... Is that what Squall uses? Yeah, Squall's weapon. It's okay. most iconic of the gun blades. Lightning also uses one, but hers is dumb. Because <laughs> it's like, actually hers makes more sense because it's a literal sword that can transform into a gun. Whereas Squall's is a literal oversized revolver with a sword attached to where the barrel should be. And it okay. makes no sense. It's a really stupid weapon, but I love it. Huh. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he's been digging that. I don't think he's started crafting, or if he has, he's very early in it. But yeah, no, he's... He seems to be enjoying the experience. That's good. He's I... also a bit of an addict right now. So <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I definitely dropped off on that game after I did try it uh, when we did talk about it the very first time on the podcast. And I, I just... I, I can't do MMOs. I just can't. There's so much to do in them, and it could be... it's not It could be overwhelming at times, uh, as well as just uh, playing daily to get certain things as well. It's just like, I, I don't want to... Also, the early game's just awful. Like, yeah. It's painful. The game doesn't really get going until you beat the core game. Oof. But once you hit Heaven's Ward, it's, it's smooth sailing from there. Every other part's pretty solid. Huh. Okay, then. Just getting through that initial chunk. 
y'all ready for my hot take? Oh, Final Fantasy it. 14? I've never played a Final Fantasy game ever. I'm not surprised because that <laughs> seems to be the common thing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we had the Uncle Red on the first time we talked about it too, and it was, it was like a whole new world to him. We, I just like it's like just hearing him. It was like the five head, like the, the Steve Jobs like meme where he's like numbers and fly, are flying everywhere. It hurts. <laughs> And, and to be fair, so I think much. the only the, I've, the only Final Fantasy games I've played um, to completion are Final Fantasy VII Remake. But games I've now played that are Final Fantasy are the remake, fourteen, and I've played a little bit of fifteen because uh, it was on PlayStation Now. But uh, it was I, I played it for like a day. And I'm like, I'll come back to it a bit later. And then when I tried to play it again, I'm like, oh, it's off of PlayStation Now. Shit. Rip. Looks like I'm gonna have to wait for it to come back on, but it was it was all right. I was enjoying 15. It was it was. You pretty also fun. buy 15 for like 20 bucks usually. Yeah, I'll, or I'll just wait for it to come on sale again. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's. Uh... Oh, Anything else you want to add, Zach? Play more Final Fantasy, goddamn. <laughs> Soon. Uh... You guys are making me feel old sitting here I mean, with my fucking PS1 copy of the original game that I still play. God. Oh, God. Uh, I do actually want to talk to you one thing. It's not gaming-related, Zach, but uh, it's anime-related. Okay. Um, part 6 got announced for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure for animating. Yes. What, thoughts? Uh, it'll be better than Part 5. I just don't like part five. Part five is bad. Alrighty. Uh, thank you for that. Official review of part five. Official review of part five. Part five bad. I I think I've mentioned it before. I really liked part five. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, and with that, we're going to jump over to our second topic. Mike, take it away. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm introducing it. Yeah. Yes, oh no! You. Oh no! Now I'm you nervous. Oh no! I'm sweaty. Ah. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So uh, I figured. Uh, I know, like it's been mentioned before on the podcast, but I don't think it's ever been a full-on discussion. And I figure since we got a couple people here, we can make it a full-on discussion. What is the best video game soundtrack? Final Fantasy. <laughs> the first one. All of them. All I'm going to say them. 14 just because it has pretty much songs from all of the franchise. Uh, I was going to say... So- I was going to say Sonic Adventure 2. I would have slapped you so goddamn hard if you said Heroes. <laughs> you, oh, you, do, oh, you don't like Heroes' soundtrack? That opening. Overall, overall, it's a weak soundtrack. Like, there's a few good songs in there, like the final boss theme's good. Um, but overall, like overall, it's weak. you know, you hop on like what what level is it? Like um, the freaking oh my god, I can't remember the what name zone? of the level. What zone? What zone? It's like the it's like the oh, I'm trying to remember which one now. It's like the fucking. There's beach, city, casino, rail. It's one of the ones that's later in the game. I, I'm trying to remember frog, which one it is. Frog yeah, I think it's the frog. I think, it's frog. either the frog one or the one that's after the frog one. Mansion? That, like, this, yeah, the mansion. That's what it was. Mystic yeah. Mansion? Really? You don't... I don't like that song, like the music it plays for that level that much. 
it just gets and a lot of the tracks the city one loops so often yeah it just gets repetitive yeah fair um, enough fair enough heroes had a week ost yeah, I think it's like it's the theme songs were like it had like I think the team, theme songs were fine. Like yeah. Sonic's theme song was all right. Team Chaotix was definitely the best one. The other two were okay. They weren't that honestly great. like uh, because of Emerald's chat. Like he loves the Team Rose theme because he also runs Team Rose LTS here and there. So like the Team Rose theme, honestly, the Team Rose theme goes off a bit. I'm like, dang, it goes off. But compared to like Sonic Adventure one and two, it 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 doesn't it doesn't compare. You yeah, know? absolutely. Like, I here's my hot take. I would almost argue Sonic Adventure one soundtrack was better than SA 2s overall. Overall, my okay. hot take: uh, Sonic CD has the best Sonic OST. Don't at me. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna knock you for uh, like if I'm looking at the best Sonic OST overall. Like, and we're just talking, like, levels for, like, levels and shit like that. Sonic 3. Fair. Yeah. You know, you know, you you, you have Michael Jackson doing that soundtrack. You're not topping that. For, for all the 2D Sonic games, that's the best one. Yeah, it's pretty Fair. good. I, I definitely want to check out uh, the Mania OST because I've heard a lot of good things about that one, though. I still have to sit yeah, there and it's play very, Mania. You'd be very hard pressed to find a Sonic game that didn't have a good OST. Yeah, overall, that's like you know? yeah, like overall, like Sonic OSTs are u- very good. Usually, pretty they're like like at their worst, they're okay. You know, like like Seven Rings is probably like one of the weaker ones, and that one's just okay. Seven Rings oh, ahead, speed with with nothing but solid music. Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. honestly like, yeah though like like i i like even, i've never played final fantasy games i'm familiar with the OST. even the worst ones have a yeah. good ost like mystic quest no one knows that one has one of the best battle themes because it's just johnny be good <laughs> <laughs> uh, final fantasy 13 all three of them horrible games Fantastic OSTs, though. Great soundtracks. It's so great. Uh, Too bad the characters are all garbage. The story's garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> the world building's garbage. It's just trash. You see, yeah, that, yeah, you see, he knows that. Be- he knows this because he has a PhD in trash. So he, he can identify trash to be a mile away. Oh, I, I saw it when Lightning was a Louis Vuitton model. I was like, hey, no, that's garbage. Ooh. Great OST though. Yeah, definitely. Uh I really like the Persona one. That's a good one. I like Persona 5's OST a lot. Okay, uh, I feel with Persona you have to specify because each of them have like different moods. Different moods. Like Persona 5's is a lot of like just jazz and like Yeah, it's a lot of rhythmic jazz. Rhythmic jazz. Persona 4 is very upbeat and happy sounding with like some weird like dark light it's rock j-rock j-rock yeah j-rock yeah yeah that's a good way to put it yeah and yeah, then persona and then 3 a... is just r&b heavy burn my bread and then there's the <laughs> best one persona 2 
Okay, yeah, Persona Two. Okay, because of Strikers, I'm able. Yeah, I I got the the DLC where it's like, hey, here's all the songs, some extra combat songs from the older games. The Persona Two, I think it was the. Or was it Persona One that had it? But one of them uh, has like one? his. Does it have lyrics? Yeah, lyrics. Okay, then I think I know the one. Is it? Is it just like a proper battle theme? Yes. Okay, it's Lone Prayer, Persona 1. I'm, I'm going to Google this while you guys continue the conversation. I just got to make sure. Because, like, God, Persona 1, when we got it with, like, the PSP version, how it was supposed to be. Oh, that song. It is so... It's so Japanese trying to be English. It just makes it really fun. Like, you yeah, hear yeah, the lyrics. It's like, override this pain tearing me apart. Japanese word. What would you guys guys say from, like, any video game's OST was the best song that had lyrics in it? Uh, I can tell you mine right now. Okay, go for it. Snake Eater. From from Metal Gear Solid. That, That song is... Easily from any OST from any OST from a song that had lyrics, that's easily the best one. Oh, it's good. It, it gives off a lot of James Bond vibes. It, it, that song. It, it could literally be a James Bond song, and you it would fit perfectly. It would be better than "Writings on the Wall" by Sam Smith. Hot take. Woo, oh shots. yeah, huge, huge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know because fourteen again. I know I keep going back to it. I, you can tell I play it too much. There's a lot of really good songs in it with vocals. Like, for example, Dragon Song, which is the theme of Heaven's Ward. Beautiful song. Uh, I can't say the name of it because it's a spoiler. <laughs> but Final Boss of 5.3, really good. Another song I can't say the name of because it's spoilers, but Eden Raid, second chunk Final Boss song, really good. You guys probably wouldn't care, so I'll just send them to you over Discord or something. Yeah, po- yeah, post them in the the music channel. Like all of them, really solid songs. Ooh, yeah. Uh, for me, right now, like I could probably say, um, I'll probably, oh, what is it? Uh, I really like "Colors Flying High," the opening for Royal. Like that's mm-hmm. a really good one. Um, also the final. Um, ah, what is it? It's I believe, I think, I believe, or and um, the other song that's used in the final palace for Royal. Uh, one's okay. like one, one is like basically the remix version for um, what is it? What's the song called when you're Life Will Change? It's basically a remix version for Life Will Change, and then it's yeah. a, the battle theme for the final final boss is just I those are good I love those ones. You know, like like the final final boss. Like yeah, the the, the secret final, final boss. boss. Oh, the, okay. the 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 royal final boss. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that's, rivers in the desert. I mean, well, that's good too. Rivers that's, in the desert is a fantastic song. A fantastic just, song. Just going off of Persona alone. Uh, Burn my dreads. Mass destruction. Break uh. Oh. Breaking, wipe them, wipe, wipe them all out. Yeah, wipe, wipe them all out. Um, uh, the one that plays when you're fighting, and not the final boss, but 
pre-final boss, your big climactic boss. Uh is that the, Oh, is that that's the um That's the one where you well, you're, it's you're fighting Electronica in the Velvet Room, I think. It has the oh, yeah. yeah, Electronica in the Velvet Room, yeah. I don't think that's actually what it is because Electronica is the EDM version. Yeah. You, you know but the yeah. one I mean. I I think I know which one you're talking about, yeah. Uh we go to Persona for pick one. Uh, uh History Maker, I like that one. I'm a fan of Nevermore. I'm a fan Nevermore's of Reach Out to the Truth. Heaven is probably my favorite dungeon theme in Persona. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, P5, again, pick one. They're all good. Yeah, exactly. Even though none of them are my favorite song in Persona. That one belongs to P2. Ooh. Specifically, Innocent Sin. Ooh. Be- because of context. What's the context? So, if you, it, it's spoilers for Persona 2, but this game's hella old, so I don't feel bad for spoiling it. Uh, I mean, spoiler so, alert for Persona 2, you fight Hitler. Yeah, so it's Hitler's theme. Oh, wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn, Order of the Holy Lance is phenomenal. Like, his theme goes hard. My it's God. A fucking bop. I love Order of the Holy Lance. It's a fantastic song. Wow. <laughs> like, damn good theme. Wow. Wow, okay. Oh. I mean, I think the next one I'm going to bring up is kind of an obvious one. Halo. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I think, like, of, every time we have a new guest on here, I think it's always discussed of, like, the Halo theme is, like, top tier every time we have, like, yeah, a new I guest feel like, on. Yeah, I feel like you can't, you, but I just feel like you. it's not right to have a conversation about the best video or game the OSTs without, without mentioning yeah without mentioning the obvious halo gears mario i feel like those three have to be mentioned every time oh yakuza oh baby yeah yeah because it's got a real good soundtrack baby. you know you know the one there's 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 one for me that's really underrated like it, the the franchise itself gets a lot of praise but the games specifically in the franchise i feel like these OSTs are really underrated, and that's a Pokemon Diamond and Pearls OST. I think it's super underrated. Really? Castlevania Harmony of Despair. Listen to listen to the Mount Cornet uh, music again. Uh, Okay, I think I can appreciate Mount Cornet a bit more now because that is that is one of that is one of the best Pokemon music OST songs. Just in general. Yeah, just it's just such a beautiful piece. I need to really listen to that again because it's been such a long time, and like I, I, I never appreciated the music for what it was in Gen Four because we were. Yeah, so young. I went back to it. It's a lot of lot of jazz piano, and it's just really great. So, dude, you know what's going to make it sound even better when the remakes come out this year? I, I do hope they update the soundtracks. Yeah, oh, I feel they it. they definitely will. Like if that's something they're gonna like. Uh, if they, they do, I hope they give the option to play the original just in case. Yeah, I hope so too. Just because, yeah. Especially with how like the style is for this new Pokemon game being top down, basically like recreation, just better graphics and no vertex. Yeah, it's just it's just a one to one remake, right? Yeah, it's, it's a one to one remake. Uh, but you're not on a vertex to walk in straight lines. Oh, another game, the Bravely games. Never played them, but I've heard a lot of good things. Fantastic OSTs. 
Um, oh, I was gonna. I have. Fantastic. I have another one that has. I, I have another one that I'm surprised I haven't brought it up. Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Simple, simple, and clean is another up there for best vocal songs for me. It's it's up there. It's close. It's not quite on the same level as Snake Eater for there's, me, but it's it's definitely in my like top ten. There's gems in the Kingdom Hearts one, like simple and clean. Sanctu- uh, sanctuary. sanctuary. I prefer pa- I prefer passion because I, I like it's just like passion oh, goes a lot harder than sanctuary does. There's even though they're just the same song. It's just like how it's just kind of portrayed and like done compared to the English version. It's just oh, there's really different. good songs in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but there's also a lot that are just kind of like there. bad. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, you, uh, which one was it? The uh, Kingdom Hearts 2's um, Little Mermaid level? Oh, well, oh god. The, about, that whole just, level, you know, that whole level's no, a musical. No I, I, I just feel like that alone is enough to like keep Kingdom Hearts as a franchise off best OST. Just for that yeah. alone, you know? It's just a real state. But then like the next, or not the next game, but the next main series game, Kingdom Hearts 3 has Don't Think Twice, and that song is phenomenal. Don't Think Twice is really good, yeah. I think that is probably the best vocal performance on any Kingdom Hearts game. Really? Yeah. Dang. Only song I would ever consider up there for the list for me is the Birth by Sleep remix of Simple and Clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That one's a remixed version. I find that better than the original. It has a little bit more energy to it. Yeah, that's why I, I tend to find that with like all the remixes for Simple and Clean. Like, obviously, because Simple and Clean is such a slow song, but like yeah. uh, the opening version of the of the song, uh, which which gets remixed the most of them, is really good. It's really good. Like, I, I we re, I really like just. Um, I, I I was I know that there was a time where I was like big into the Destiny's music, because uh, Elton John was a part of it that helped produce that music and compose it as well. Which, For which one? Destiny. Oh, really? Yeah. But if you, if, I downloaded the soundtrack like back when I was like huge into my Destiny One days, and when I downloaded, it, I'm like, oh hey, Elton John's on this. I never even realized. Yeah, he neither was did a I. Part of that. Neither did I. Like they had Elton John like help compose some of that stuff. Yeah. All right. So we got the best out of the way because we can all gush. We can all gush about the best. I'm just trying to think if there's any that we kind of forgot to mention. Yeah, like that... I, I briefly touched up Mario because, like, which, which Mario game has the best OST? Galaxy, <laughs> Galaxy, Galaxy Two. Uh, the orchestral stuff in those is just oh. Mwah. Honestly, I was going to say Galaxy like, as well. Uh, here's my hot take. I'm not that big into Mario. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Like, oh, Zelda. I'd say, you know, like, the world. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's really what I really too. played a lot of. Zelda, too, Zelda also has some good bops in there. Oh, yeah. Ocarina of Time soundtrack is great. Hot take, Majora's Mask is better. Don't at me. Yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. Majora's Mask is superior in every way. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got the best out of the way. Worst. Ooh, all right. I got, I got, I got to kind of sit on this one for a minute and really, really think of, uh, of a, of a bad OST. Yeah, it's, good. it's hard to think of that, but like, um, a Shaq Fu has a real bad one. 
Oh. The first one or the second one? Both. <laughs> Just Shaq Fu franchise. Oh. Okay. Uh... Uh, not that this one's bad. I was just kind of disappointed by it. Bloodstained. I don't know that one. You know, Curse of the Moon and Ritual of the Night. More so Ritual than Curse of the Moon. Yeah, but, I, I cannot say I've heard of that one, actually. Spiritual successors of Castlevania. I kind of figured, like, with a name like that, I'm like... I'm, made by I'm, the I'm, guy who originally made Castlevania. Oh. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I was real hyped for it. I might have put my expectations too high thinking we'd get another Symphony of the Night. But nope. It's still a good game. It's still a decent soundtrack, but like Symphony of the Night. Even though my favorite is Rondo of Blood, I knew we weren't getting Rondo of Blood because that that's more classic Vania than Metroidvania. That's, uh, R- Rondo of Blood, that's Richter's game, right? Yeah, that's also the best game. By okay. far. By uh, fucking country mile. <laughs> you think of any, Mike? Uh, I'm still, I'm still kind of sitting on one right now. Um, I'm trying to like think, because um, I've, 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 I, I'm, I'm, you know, I know there's bad OSTs out there. It's just none are coming to the top of my head right now. And like, I know as soon as you guys say we're gonna switch the topic, something's gonna come to me. So I'm just trying to like figure it out. Balls 3D on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> it was oh, a yeah. fighting game, and the entire soundtrack was people saying balls rhythm- rhythmically. Balls, 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 no, balls. I was like, balls, 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 balls. Oh, no. Like, it, it was bad. Um, I was going to say, oh, God, I was going to say one, and now I lost Not it. Act Razor. That's one I could have put in best, because Act Razor, mm, tasty gems. Mm, what was I going to say? Oh, I, oh fuck. I, was, I had a, one for the good side. Um. Uh, switching back to talk about I know uh, I was gonna say on the good side Danganronpa because I've been playing those and th- yeah. that's really good Rangandampan Rangandampan uh, you, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have what for for probably for Tony would be a hot take but I feel like everyone else would say that's kind of fair the Jackbox games I don't really care for the music okay there's, honestly though I kind of ag- I kind of agree with you I like well, okay. they're 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 just like silly kind of things. They're not great. Like yeah. I'll agree with you there. Like a, when you're at a party, a like it's definitely it's definitely like upbeat, but like it's always it's like kind of just the same upbeat notes, just done differently. Yeah, each time. it's just it's it's just noise. Like sometimes, yeah. like like that's like genuinely sometimes some of the songs genuinely hurt my ears. Oof. On it, like I just you know don't really care for that's one that comes to mind right away the jackbox developers said, hear this and they're like okay boys we're going orchestral for jackbox party pack yeah, I mean, let's go mo- most of the games on there are fun it's just i don't really care for the music like i usually yeah. just have the mu- i usually like if i ever like and that's it, the I other thing is like you just it. block that music out because you're kind of yeah, just doing it's easy to, it's easy to block the music out or like i'm pretty sure they have the sayings where you can just turn it off yeah so, which that's usually what i would do um, I did realize there was one for best that I forgot to mention. Go for it. Um, I know we kind of keep going back and forth here. Uh, for best though, Undertale. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's I'm good. Gonna disagree it's got on a good soundtrack. I'm gonna it's say this: soundtrack. it's overrated, Hell, extremely overrated. I think that it's an okay soundtrack that's pushed to the moon. I find 
Like, it's not offensively bad, but I'm not going to, you know, pick that over something like Sakura Wars even, which isn't even that great a soundtrack either. Uh... But I would say Cuphead's OST is really good. Yeah, one's decent. If you like old 50s, 60s style music, perfect. If your grandparents are going to love this soundtrack. Grandparents <laughs> are going to love it. Your grandparents are going to love it. Chuck Berry is on it. Really? Oh, you want no. you want you want my you want my uh worst OST. Okay, here we go. Let's go. Among us. Among us. <laughs> oh no, it's pretty sus. Do, 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 do. Sus among us. Amongst us. Among <laughs> rip. Among us. Among us. Oh no, you don't use the impossible. Sorry, uh, worst OST Fortnite. Oh no, that default dance song. That's a bop. I mean, they got the new I mean, song I, I will say Chug the default dance. with you. The default dance does go hard. What, yo, when are they going to implement Chug Chug with you into the game? When are they going to get soon. the license? I would imagine. That? I imagine that's next patch. Next yeah. patch. Oh my they just, God. They just had to get the royalty. They have to basically get the um, licensing for American Boy to do it, though. Yeah. That's that's probably the, the thing that's. That's why Sony invested 200 million to them. It's like, okay, go get that copyright, boys. Go get that copyright that license copyright for, right for that now. old for that old Carrie Hilson and Kanye West song. Oh, Kanye was on that. Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, Kanye's the one. Kanye's the like the rapper on that song. Yeah, it's almost primarily Kanye. Yeah, like like he does everything except the hook. But, you know, God. we'd really like to chug jug with you. We can be Yo, When's Kanye favorite. West going to cover his own song? But when's Kanye West going to do the cover of the cover? Yes, please. Uh, I mean, he's already in a mental state that. where he'd probably do it. Let's be real. The last I'll, time I heard Kanye West do a cover was when he did Bohemian Rhapsody. I'll give him a McDonald's sandwich if he does it. You heard me, Kanye. <laughs> get on that. You want that McDouble sandwich right now? I got you. God. Oh, man. Um, it's not any dumber than when we talked to Shaq on Twitter in the radio. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> we added Shaq asking when Shaq Soda's going to come back. Yeah, Dude, Soda Shaq that, got did somewhere. he even respond to you guys? No. Oh, man. I wish he, if he did. If he, if he did, did, that would have been so great. It would have been. Like, the, only, the biggest interaction I ever had on Twitter was when I uh, thought that Soft and Wet was a reference to... Um, MC Hammer's soft and wet. Um, and then I tweeted that at him, and then he liked it. Nice. Nice. That's it. But, yeah. Obviously, soft and wet from – I'm talking to the JoJo stand, which yeah, is yeah, not, yeah. not based off of uh, MC Hammer's soft and wet. It's the other one Yeah, that exists. Yes. But, yeah, that, that that's like the biggest interaction I've ever had on Twitter. That's it. Uh, it's it was surreal, but yeah. Um, okay, so because we can't think of anything for like the worst, uh, we're yeah, gonna it's just... just I can't. It's not coming to my mind right now. Um, I I know there I know there's stuff that's out there that's like fucking like I know like a lot of these genuinely obscure terrible games have yeah, terrible OSTs. But obviously, just, like the, obviously, uh, obviously, obviously that's... yeah, like stuff like that or like yeah. uh, like what's that racing game where you race the back trucks and it's completely broken? Oh, big rigs. Yeah, big rigs. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so I got two more questions before we move on to the bonus level. <clears throat> First, best radio station in a video game. And second, who, what famous person would you like to see work on a video game soundtrack? All right. So we'll start with the radio stations, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, G- like the game series with the best radio stations is GTA. Yeah. I don't think it's even close. It Saints Row kind of gets like yeah, like I think the closest that gets to it is Saints Row. There are I games really close, enjoyed like Saints the Row and stuff. Legends one, but that's because it's all like hair metal and like classic rock. <laughs> oh yeah, I always love when like there's licensed songs in video games. I always find that stuff really cool because yeah. like even if it's like not a radio station, it's just like like music in the background like for like example like tony hawk's pro skater and they have stuff like rage against the machine and stuff like that yeah, yeah. Oh, that's or a good like one too. Yeah. crazy taxi had the offspring yeah so yeah, was, yeah 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 that, that was great that was like um but in terms of like best radio station ah oh, man that's actually tough I, like honestly one of my favorites is just los santos rock radio from gta 5 you know that one's okay for me. It's not my favorite. It's not. Yeah. I don't even think it's my favorite in GTA Five anymore. To be honest, I can't think of what it was called. But the one in Vice City was really good too. Yeah, old man I, I, here uh, playing Vice City, not GTA Five. I don't I remember the name I'm of it, but game. it was the. For me, it was the alternative and alternative radio station in San Andreas. It was like X Channel X or something. Some, something. Like I know. That had, that like, was, I was gonna bring that one up too because I'm like, yeah, Stone you Temple have, like, Pilots yeah. and stuff like that. On that one was really great. But another one that was really good. It's not even in the GTA series. It was in Sleeping Dogs. Oh, and, Sleeping Dogs was really good. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the station, but. There, I think these were two different stations. One was like a classic rock, and then one was like a modern rock. And like the classic rock had stuff like Queen. Um, I think it had Led Zeppelin on it. I can't remember, but like it had stuff like that. And then the modern rock had the Parlor Mob, and easily my favorite song to ever be like in a like a licensed song in a video game was After All by the Parlor Mob. Nice. Uh-huh. That yeah. song is absolutely amazing, and the fact that it was in a video game is just unbelievable. I gotta go back to see the Sleeping Dogs sound. What they had for the radio stations? They had wild. some great Sleeping Dogs had a great licensed soundtrack. Yeah. Um, and then last, I mean, obviously, the Guitar Hero Rock Band games. Of course, they're gonna have oh, great yeah. songs. Yeah, but like, like th- that's what that's what those games are about, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. but I mean, it's still technically the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so lastly, uh, who would you like to see work on a soundtrack for a video game? Ooh, I gotta think about this one. So, do, do I give you a real answer or a meme one? That's the real question. Both. Okay, uh, I'd like to see Vanilla Ice. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know how good he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best rapper slash new metal artist of our generation. Who also oh. went Amish for a time. He also got sued by Queen. Yeah. For Thank God he did. <laughs> and then his defense is we added another ding. So it's a completely different baseline. It's a different baseline. We added something on it. Yeah, he lost that fucking lawsuit. Yeah, I fucking hate funny. Vanilla Ice, man. <laughs> 
don't know. I'd like to see like didn't, um, didn't like Ice Ice Baby pain? come out the same year Freddie Mercury died too? I think, yeah. or like a year before or something. Like, like it was around the same time as Freddie Mercury's death. That was just like insult to injury. I don't know for sure, but real answer, Ingve uh, Malmsteen. Okay. Swedish metal guitar prodigy. I'd I'd love to hear some neoclassical shred in a video game. Ooh. Nice. Mike? I I would love to see Maynard James Keenan and Billy Howardell work on a video game soundtrack together. What where the where are those guys from? So Maynard is the lead vocalist of Tool and A Perfect Circle and also Pussifer, and Billy Howardell's the guitarist from A Perfect Circle. So I think them doing a video game soundtrack together would be phenomenal. That'd be dupe. That'd be that'd be dupe. That'd be dope. Like even if like even if like or like even if like Tool just decide like you know how like Tool Avenged does a video game. Like imagine cool. you know how like Avenged Sevenfold did a song for Call of Duty? Like, even oh, if, like, yeah. Tool would just do a song for, like, a video game franchise, that would be so awesome. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would like to see Mike Shinoda do something for a video game. Um, I, I, I honestly would have liked to see Linkin Park, like, just do, like, even if it was, like, just make a song for a video game. That is it. That who's wasn't the, who, their mobile game, obviously. Cause they did who's the, um, who's the uh, like, DJ guy from Linkin Park? The guy who does, like, the uh, scratchboard Han, stuff? Mr. Han. Yeah, he would Joe, be great I believe doing it's, it. I believe it's Johan. I think that's what it's... he he would be. He would be great doing a video game soundtrack because, like, you can just imagine what kind of stuff he would do, right? Oh God, yeah, actually, like, yeah, he would be great. Yeah, that would be really dope. I know that he did. Like, I think he did a short film, and he did the music for that as well. And it was like, I I don't. I think it was like the movie was called like Mall or something. I don't even remember. It was a long time ago. Mm. But yeah. Okay, um, with that, anything else you want to add before we jump into the bonus level? Play more fighting games. They also have really good soundtracks. Next! Yeah, Super Smash Bros. Alrighty, uh, moving on to the bonus level. Now accessing the bonus level. Uh, and this week in the bonus level, starting off with top five, uh, for you guys, top five moments of 2020 or... Uh, top five moments of the podcast that you've been a part of, or just if you listen to the podcast at all, top five moments. But uh, I let you guys choose one of those, and which ones did you guys pick, or which ones do you want to do? Uh, so for top five moments of 2020, are we talking like just 2020 in general? Yes, or in general, in general, just in general. Because in games, not... we already did that for the New Year special. Okay, cool, cool. So just I'll just do top five moments of 2020 in general, I guess. Okay. Kick it off. All right, number <laughs> five. Number four. Number three. Number two, Burger King <laughs> foot lettuce, and number one, <laughs> yeah, for right, uh, that was my that was my top five guys. Nice. I like it. I like it. All right, Zach? Uh, I'll I'll do the same. Uh, number five, I was on your podcast prior. Uh, for uh, I, I watched some movies. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Uh, uh, I got some statues of 
the villains from Final Fantasy XII. That was cool. That's pretty cool. And uh, number two, I watched some more movies. Oh boy! Uh, n- number one, I sunk all of my time into Final Fantasy fourteen, so I've literally done nothing else in the year. Nice. Uh, as for myself, um, I specifically made it because it's the 50th episode of one year anniversary, the top five moments of Tony's game lounge at number, Let's hear it, man. F- at number five, it was, I believe it was the birthday special where Jackson went on his Pokemon go rant of Richard, not opening his goddamn gift. Uh, that was, that's God my number it, five Richard. moment. God damn it. That's my number five moment. At number four, it was the opportunity to record episodes with two people that I watched their content with Mac Ryan and Emerald. Uh, having doing it with do having an episode with both of those two, it was really those are that was that's number four for me. At number three, it was basically losing control of the episode, but not really. Uh, of the Jackson and Mark Star Wars special, where basically we got on the topic of Star Wars and I was silent for maybe a good 30 minutes while those who just went on Star Wars. Nice. nice. At number two, it was the entirety of the New Year special. Oh, God. Uh, the ambitious goal that I had, and we had like, what, 14, 15 guests on that special? Something like that, yeah. And, uh... It was a good time. It was a blast. Remember, remember when we record? We tried to record my segment for that. Yeah, that's when I learned when uh, that Firefox doesn't work with uh, ZenCaster anymore. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Just like a quick fifteen-minute segment that we spent like an hour with technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, nice. we did. Um, and lastly, at number one, sticking with this long enough to reach fifty episodes in one year and not abandoning it like I did with the Gaming Ace podcast. Yeah, it's pretty poggers. It is pretty poggers. And you guys were both on the Gaming Ace podcast back in the day. That was like how many years ago? Yeah. That was like like basically the prototype of what this became. Honestly, yeah, with like only one episode that I would consider re-releasing. Damn. And that's... Which which episode was that one again? That was the one that we actually uh, were in the studio... Uh, it was okay. me, Zach, Cole, and our boy Tadashi. So I wasn't even in that one. No, the, the only one you were in was like I was in two of them. I was in oh, two of them. Oh yeah, you were. Yeah, you were like was, our first. It was one that we did together just for like the first episode, kind of like what we did for this. Yeah, and then there was one that was with a couple people. It was you, was me, with... Preston, and Josh, all of who have been yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, that one was actually kind of. I remember that, that one. That one was fun up... to do, but. That it one was, was fun to so do, off but, the rails. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I think that's what made that one really fun to do because yeah. of how off the rails it got. Yeah, I don't yeah, think we yeah. could ever release that one today. No, absolutely not. Well, today's <laughs> just because, like, what? What do we? It, that one just like derailed into just making fun of like Sonic fan art. I think. Yeah, because it was when Sonic Forces got announced. Right, right. And it was the make your own character, and then we were just like, oh god, all the fan art. Yeah, and then okay, we also got on the topic of what? what how does a donkey? Um, do things with a dragon to make those right, babies yeah. in Shrek. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's yeah, that one really got derailed. That dragon. was great. That was great. <laughs> honestly, honestly <laughs> looking back on it, I feel like that one could be like a bonus release. Yeah, no, the audio quality is nothing compared to like what oh, it is now right. because yeah, we, we, didn't we have had a microphone. Real. But guess what? It, it was it was a round table. It was one microphone at this big table, and we're yep. all sitting around it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I yeah. remember that now. Uh, nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you can quality. hear us like, chugging our drinks in it too. Yeah, Peter's milk. We had milkshakes. Uh, it was yeah, it was a time. Uh, but yeah, uh, those are my, that's the top five for this week. Moving on to this week in gaming history from April 19th to 25th. Here's what happened in the past. On April 19th in 1982, Dig Dug was released yes. in arcades. Dig Dug Day. Dig Dug Day. On the 20th in 2008, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Explorers of Time and Darkness were released in North America. Uh, the first mystery dungeon games that i ever played that i almost got to the end with uh basically the only thing i didn't do was finish the dark cry storyline um and on the 21st in 2000 sonic team was founded yes uh on the 22nd in 2007 pokemon diamond and pearl were released in north america and in 2008 the world ends with you was released in north america and i was very disappointed by <laughs> And two, on the 23rd in 1993, Hudson released the Lords of Thunder for PC Engine yeah, in Japan. The PC Engine, woo! And on the 24th, EA released, in 2006, EA released 2006 FIFA World Cup in North America. Excellent. And on the 25th, Guilty Gear Dust Strikers was released in North America. I forgot to write down the year. It was a goddamn mistake. <laughs> Uh, let me look up that release date. Uh, so yeah, it was 2006. Because... 2006, thank you, because Zach is a Guilty Gear fan, and I knew I could rely on him for that one. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, fun facts involving that game. It's the first versus fighting game on the DS in North America. Oh. It also is the only Guilty Gear game to have mini-games. The only one I remember is, like, th- there was, like, a pool mini-game I remember. Oh. One where you have to like balance stuff on one of the characters' plates. This game sucked though. Oh, this game was okay, fucking then. awful. Alrighty, uh, the achievement of the week this week. Uh, going back because it was it's a lot. There, this is Final Fantasy fourteen. It's to crush ten thousand enemies, which is kill ten thousand enemies. That one's actually really easy to get. Really? Really easy to get. You'll just do it through natural story progression. Okay. The and thing the game... that's a pain in the ass in that game is a veteran fisher. That's fishing a thousand things. Oh. Because unlike every other crafter and gatherer where you can just get absurd amount of it real quick, you, gotta you have fish. to go one at a time. Oh. <laughs> that's rough. So you're uh... sitting there. <laughs> And uh, the game to look, <laughs> and the games to look out for this week is Judgment and Near the Replicant. Those are the Ooh, two near. big games coming out. So, figured give it equal opportunity. And the first time this season we're doing this live. Here is this week's chicken update. All right, <clears throat> let me uh, clear my throat here. I'll dress me, 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 me. Hey guys, it's me again. I'm here with your Popeye's Chicken Update, unsponsored. This has been your Popeye's Chicken Update. <laughs> thank you for that, Mike. Uh, thank you guys for coming to this very special 50th episode, one year anniversary. Where can we find you on the internet, Zach? Uh twitter you can find me there at actual trash phd 
all I really do is post bad clips of bad fighting game combos, but if you want to send me something, sure. I'm all right. still working on a YouTube channel. There's, <laughs> some, there's some issues going on there, but there, there's this weird thing. The, the global pandemic, it, it, it makes it a little hard when you need people for things. Yeah. Understandable. And Mike, where can we find you? Um, um, I don't know. Uh, the Lost Child Center at your local shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs> Please, someone pick him up. He's been here for a week now. I, according to our statistics, he's still at the same Popeyes for like what? It's been eight weeks a now? A year. A year. A year. A year. I, I, I made the, the first Popeyes. Popeyes joke I made, I'm pretty sure, was in episode one. I think that's when I started that joke. I thought it was in the birthday special. I feel like I made a Popeye's joke in the very first episode. I swear I did. I swear I did. If I didn't, I'll be really disappointed in myself. (laughs) That's a lie. I feel like that's a bit I did in episode one. And it just kind of took off after the birthday special. Yeah. And of course, you can find me over on Twitter at Radio Tony and Instagram, Twitch, and TikTok at Tony's Game Lounge. And, uh, of course, uh, we stream on Twitch, or we attempt to stream on Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Usually, uh, depends if I have other shit going on, of course, because I have a job and all that stuff, so scheduling can be wacky at times. You but work. I work. I work. Uh, thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming on. It was a blast and a pleasure to do it to make it this far yes congratulations on the milestone and uh we will yeah man uh look look forward to being back on uh episode 100 yeah absolutely and um we will see you next week uh with if things go according to plan we have two very special guests next week Um, unlike us we're not pretty special Yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty much we're we're, 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 we're kind of just regulars at this point. Yeah, that, that's the whole that's the whole point. Like basically, like season one, we determined who the regulars are. Season two, we have our regulars with going into special guests. Season three, we've had nothing but special guest after special guest. We're not very special. Yeah, we I think suck. like of all the se- all the season three guests so far, I feel like we're kind of at the bottom of the. Uh, uh, we are special. the bottom tier. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank episode, you. For... Episode 50, big milestone and just the two bottom tier guests. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for joining me. Thank you, the listener, for tuning in. And we will see you next week in the Game Lounge. See ya. Thank you for listening to Tony's Game Lounge. You can find all social media links in the episode description. Be sure to follow the podcast on your streaming platforms for new episodes and follow Tony's Game Lounge on Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch for weekly updates.